I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to a spooky episode of Castology the day after Halloween, appropriately. (laughs) Look, I think... I'm justifying this as like I don't want the Christmas season to start yet. Right. So we're extending Halloween a bit further. But it's always Halloween in our souls, so it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. Yeah. Look, honestly, <laughs> if I could be in Adams, I would. Yeah. And so that is, I think that qualifies as Halloween. We're extending in the, the Halloween yeah. season because we don't do Thanksgiving in Australia, so mm. it literally goes straight into Christmas for mm-hmm. us. Straight into Christmas, and it's too soon. I mean, honestly, it is. At time of recording, not yet October. Look, here's the thing, though. Close to. I'm one of the people who's like, can we just put the Christmas tree up and call it a year already? <laughs> but I did that last year, so I'm wishing away a lot of time here. <laughs> well, Christmas is already in, in the department stores. Oh, and I'll be yeah. buying my Christmas tree early because I need a new Christmas tree this year because apparently there are a lot of shipping delays and issues with supply oh. of Christmas trees. So hot tip. Panic oh. by Christmas Panic trees. Panic by Christmas trees. Use them as toilet paper. <laughs> Ow. Gross. You really just, tickled yourself with yeah, that geez. one. I just spat on the microphone. So, yes, we do have a themed Episode. This is Castology. I'm Liz Best here with Nick Blicker and Zane C. Weber. And our recommendations this fortnight are all spooky. Mm, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's true. It's scary. It's true. Um, and I'm going to go first because um, I need to point out that I did get approval for breaking our Q code ban, unlike somebody else. <laughs> oh, get out. Just letting you know. Um, Am I the only one that always follows the rules? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Technically, I, I followed that. the rules because I got an exemption. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I didn't. No, you did not. And I'm pretty sure you've also brought a Wondery to the table, and the Wondery's been banned as well. Hold up. We'll talk about that. Okay. All right. So this week, <laughs> and, and the, I popped this on the list because I, I it, it tickled me so much when I started listening to it, and I'm really sad that it's not airing anymore. There were only, I think, eight uh, episodes of actual content. So it's Bad Vibes. It's a horror anthology for the ears, they say. As, a like, as opposed to the eyes and the mouth. I don't want a horror anthology <laughs> for the mouth. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, what I quite like, so they've got Justin McElroy being like the narrator. So he's mm. like a, a creepy, hello, friends, is Mr. Boogity, like, or whatever, something like that. Um, and he's, he's, it's very kind of like creepy man does Twilight's own <laughs> yeah, like the tales of, like of the crypty yeah, yeah yeah um so it kind of introduces the story in exchange because this this narrator monster feeds on fear so each week there's like a really nicely soundscaped uh horror story um there's one that that made me i think it was episode four made me a little bit physically uncomfortable because it is involved a nail through a finger yeah and i didn't like it a lot yes, at all I know the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, am I am familiar with that one mm-hmm. um yeah, but there's also a really cool one that i liked uh which is a uh what was i think it was called cardio 
high intensity hit training. Anyway, it was a, it was an interesting cardio training video that turned into something quite disastrous. Okay. So kind of like a found footage sort of uh, audio thing or sort it's kind of like a how do I explain it? It's like you are the person listening to this oh, cardio fitness tape telling you to do things <laughs> but it's actually got real world applications to what you're doing. I see. In okay. a bad horror way. Sure. Um, so yeah, the reason why I like it is because I love the campness of the spooky narrator and I liked, you know, I liked the different stories and how they were all teaching you not to be a dick somehow. Um, and yeah, I, I really got into it. I loved listening to it in the car on the way home from something late because that's a good time for spooky. Good time for spooky. All right. Bad vibes. Nick, what have you got for us? My recommendation this week, I don't know if I'd call it spooky more than more just murdery. I mean, I feel like I'm pretty spooked <laughs> by of, murder. That's kind of sp- well, come on. What do you mean? You love your murder podcast. Yeah, but I'm spooked by it. That's why I listen to uh, it. Okay. Anyway, so mine women. is a <laughs> classic women. Um, oh, please, please don't sound like that. You're not allowed to say that. I <laughs> Shit. Sound like that. <laughs> Send it everywhere. Well, don't. <laughs> don't. Animate Nick's me. photo saying classic women. Yeah, actually, it's not bad. Uh, don't do that, by the way. Uh, don't do that. <laughs> uh, my recommendation this week is uh, Strawberry Spring, which is an adaption of... It doesn't sound very horror-y. Uh, well, no, it sounds so great. Uh, it's an adaption of a Stephen King short story, I understand it. Ah. I actually thought, when I listened to the show, I thought actually Stephen King had written like specifically this show. Oh, right. yeah. And I was like, oh, cool, wow, Stephen King's got a show. But um, no, this is actually adapted from a short story that he had written back in 1968. But obviously it's been given the Stephen King tick of approval because otherwise they couldn't have his yeah. name so fucking big on the cover art. Yeah, because <laughs> he's like really big into that sort of shit, isn't he? Oh, dude, why would you not be? Like I mean, another medium to tell you spooky stories on? Yeah. yeah. And, look, and like 68 was like just prime cocaine years for, yeah. for Stephen King. <laughs> yeah, I mean, doesn't he just lives off cocaine, isn't he? Like he doesn't, not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, he's chill? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, that's a huge plus. Um, so Strawberry Spring is a short story based on um, this this oh, how would I say it it's a murder okay it feels very much Stranger Things so there's a murder that happens in this sort of town called Spring Hill Jack and it's inspired by Jack the Ripper and each episode is a new murder until basically the end of the show sounds like my jam just because of the fact that it is like the ultimate years for horror and <laughs> schlock yeah and I think the thing that really captures me with this is that it does capture the vibe that I would expect from where this is kind of based where it is like does anyone go away to summer camp and then the murders continue you know <laughs> hey. I, and look to be fair I haven't read slash seen much of Stephen King I'm not actually not overly familiar with his work to be completely honest I've seen Stephen it. King's stuff like I the first the first uh, memory I have of Stephen King is when I first discovered that audiobooks existed on cassette at the library <laughs> and not knowing anything about the story as a oh, no. 13 14 year old Which I hired out misery Oh, that's a big I one. was uh, so right, yeah. into it. Like yeah. I, w- you would find me sitting in the back seat of the bus, headphones over my ears with big foam on them, just like <laughs> staring at the floor with how good the writing is in that book. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. There are some stinkers, and like he admits oh, that there are some stinkers in. I've his. heard, <laughs> I've heard tell of these stinkers. But yeah, I mean, Stephen King's main 
uh, main claim to fame is his prolificness. Like he's yeah. hundreds of books and stories. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the only thing that I've read of his is The Dark Tower, pretty much. So right, yeah. and I've watched like I've watched like you know the Stephen King movies and all that sort of shit, but I haven't read much. If can any of recommend his work. Misery. It's so well as written. as like a read. You it's mean so, or like a, yeah, yeah okay, as cool. as a read. Yeah, even the movie. The movie's oh, the great, movie's, but movie's I actually the think great. the the book was better than the movie. Absolutely. It, it, yeah. the, it there's story anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, it's called Strawberry Swing. Spring. 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 <laughs> not swing. Sorry. Not swing. We're not swinging. The fuck am I looking at? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I've misspelled in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> don't Google that. No. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to know what that leads yeah, to. All right, now. Zane. Okay. Well, I am also recommending a horror story anthology. Yay. Um, however, mine. Uh, the difference from mine is that it is written and produced by one person, Soren, Soren Narnia. I'm not sure if that's their real name, but that's the name that they're credited as. And it's basically like sheer, like a campfire-like storytelling, because kind yes. of lo-fi, um, a little bit of music, a little bit of sound effects. But what I really love about it is that it's all produced under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0, which means that you can do whatever you want with it. If you want to use this story and adapt it in any way, you don't even need to credit them. They're just creating for the sake of creating, and it is actually really high quality. That's stupidly generous. Yeah, well, this is kind of like the... Um, Art for art's sake that I really appreciate about this. To be fair, I really love the stories as well. The narrator has a really great voice for it. Um, and What's it called? Did we said the name of it yet? Knife Point Horror, yeah. Knife Point Horror. Fucking hell. (laughs) (laughs) Knife Point Horror. Um, And yeah, so it's just different stories, different kind of inspirations, different settings. Um, Yeah, and it's it's, uh, ongoing. That's insane that some well not insane like it's it's great but yeah. also I'm like mine <laughs> let me keep my stuff. Yeah, I feel like that you'd want a bit of ownership yeah. over it, surely. Oh, but that's really great. Well, I mean, if if I were to like adapt one of their tales into like maybe a full cast um, thing, like of course you would. Oh no, hundred yeah, yeah. percent, yeah, yeah. And that's that's the thing. But okay, now Commons... I need to go through them and find out which ones would make a good stage play. <laughs> hey. Yeah, so Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 uh, just means that this is copyright free, so you don't have to worry about it and legislation and whatever. Um, it's really just like, yeah, if you can use it and you want to use it, use it and let and let me know. Take it for free and attribute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. winner. Um, awesome. So that's that's knife point horror. I don't really have much to say. Like it's it's pretty it's a pretty easy sell. Um, the the uh, the content really really sold me though. Cool. Yeah. I'm very excited about because like I mean obviously I also recommended something scary last week. Literally something scary <laughs> last week because I'm really into like creepy thrillery horror not like straight out horror but just like eerie stuff at the moment yeah. well I was like sitting there listening to these shows and I was just like what the fuck not, is going on with you we're not at reviews obviously, yet yeah. yeah no but That's I'm just saying week. there's heaps of scary stuff and it's made me scared and I'm scared I'm scared I'm, scared. I'm literally very <laughs> scared scared little baby <laughs> okay so let's go well let's let's keep the theme going let's go to do what our reviews from last fortnight and let's go straight on to mine which was something scary um, which is where host uh, Makia brings the creepiest ghost stories, urban legends and folk tales. People write in with story suggestions to adapt um, and they also choose one each week to animate and post on their YouTube channel. What do we think about this podcast? I would have loved this 20 years ago. 
Oh. Um, in the sense that this is exactly what my jam was as I was growing up, mm. like these spooky stories. Now I found it a little bit patronising and uh, and overproduced. The stories very interesting. The narration very good. I you mentioned the music last time, and I actually thought there's a little bit too much music. I would have appreciated a little bit of a more understated, but the stories were fun. I listened. Oh, I can't remember. I, I meant to remember them. Um, you, you <laughs> go, Nick. I to do a lot of things. And I will, I will, I will look up While you look at that, one, one thing that I really did appreciate is having the little animated stories on YouTube. I went straight there the moment that it was mentioned because I was like, oh my God, I'm totally in. Really lovely little companion thing that I honestly don't think is done enough. I know that a lot of podcasts send a companion their sort of the actual audio with you know, like subtitled videos and all that sort of stuff you want to watch on YouTube. But this one's like, it's it's actually really cool. And I really, really dug that because as a companion, it helped kind of emphasize, I guess, some of the specific stories within the actual program itself. Mm. The big thing for me was this, is there are so many fucking ads yeah. that I honestly could not lock in at all to what I was listening to because I was like, oh, Jesus, there's another fucking ad break. Okay. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. And... I think when I first started listening to this and putting it on the list, on the list initially, there were not as many ads. So yay mm. them for it getting ads. It does feel ads. like there are dynamic insertions here and there. I forgot to warn you about my recommendation last week. Yeah. But mm. we can get that to the, that okay. We'll get there. Uh, yeah, so I listened to Suffer in Silence and the Hungry Ghost Festival. Both great stories. Uh, but yeah, just this seemed a little... A little it's more a, juvenile. I was going to say it's a little taste. twee. Uh, yeah, I guess that it's a little twee. It's it's very aware of what it is. But I'm into camp twee. Yes, absolutely. At the moment, yeah. so yes, okay, cool. Oh, one other thing: the stories are all submitted to the podcast, right? So it's like community sort of driven content. I think most of them. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing that I'll always be very positive about. I do appreciate podcasts that do collect those stories and that give yeah. writers the opportunity Story to have curators a story are just doing. If I believed in God, the Lord's work. <laughs> no, I mean, and, and they, like that's the thing. It's like writers are getting an opportunity by submitting these things, and if you you hit, you hit. And I think it's I, I just love. I do have a really big appreciation of podcasts that do that. Yeah. If anyone wants to animate any bits from Castology that you think are particularly funny, like any of the bits when we're snarking at each other, I would. I mean, love it's really that. mostly just us snarking at Nick. Yeah. I know. Like Please animate that. <laughs> Someone animate it. Yeah. I would. I look, honestly, I would. I'd pay for it. Like that's animate the Nick super cast. Cute. <laughs> never. Where it never was just do you that. Two staring at different things, inanimate <laughs> objects around the room. All right, Nick. Uh, yeah. So my recommendation last week was Edith. 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 Is that, is yeah. that all right? Is that all right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so it's a podcast that centers around Edith Wilson, who was uh, President Woodrow Wilson's wife who had a stroke. Uh, she didn't have a stroke. Woodrow Wilson had a stroke. And she yep. became the steward or stewardship of the presidency. She while became not the president. president. Technically not the president. Um, and this is a big asterisk, Q code. So I didn't get approved for this, whatever. Um, <laughs> but it has uh, Rosamund Pike in it. And it basically is like an alt history comedy show about Edith Wilson's time in power, I say in quotes. What did you think? I feel like for this one, they just went, okay, let's make Edith Wilson Rosamund Pike (laughs) (laughs) and write the story (laughs) as if she's her like she's it's written in the way that every single character that Rosamund Pike Pike plays (laughs) it's written and not that it's a bad thing she does it very well like she's very you know uh, good at doing the I'm going to pretend that I care about this and I'm going to do this but I'm going to do what I like anyway because this is the type of control freak I am um 
it's very like it's 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 quite charming and i do like alt history anything ever <laughs> like it's just i think i just need to escape our world and it's real <laughs> real history um yeah it's cute i haven't finished it it's one of the few q codes i haven't finished yet um because i am a busy person and that is all I have That's to fair. say about wow. that. Like I meant to, oh. I meant to go back, but I just, I just started listening to these two audio books that I just need to go back to over and over and over again oh, at the fair. moment to finish it. But I will be finishing it because it's it's kitschy and cute and dark humor, and I enjoy it. I am just going to tell it like it is. Okay, I'm not going to finish this one. Oh, what, what like episode did you get up to? Uh, I got up to episode three. Okay. Um, this this feels doesn't feel like Q code to me. This uh, no, it doesn't it feel Q code. Yeah, it is different. Yeah, and the, like the performances, funny. The writing also witty. I th- honestly, I think it's the direction. Something is didn't sit right for me ever. Um, and that's weird for Q code because Q code is usually the very curated and well directed and thought again, through process. Yeah. Normally with Q code, mm. I can't stop. Yeah, yeah. I can stop. I don't, I'm going to finish it, but yeah. with this one, I can stop. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it had to happen at some point. Like, my love affair with Q-Code had to end at some point. Can we unban it now? No? I yet. don't think I ever banned it. I think that was definitely... I a, think that was a self-imposed ban because we were just recommending we just Q-Code kept, that last Yeah. Time. And then Q-Code would advertise another yeah. show to us and we'd be like, well, that's some easy homework done. Check. <laughs> <laughs> well, not anymore because Zane didn't like this one. No. Um, I have, there's been a couple. Like there's it. been a couple of theirs that I didn't like. Yeah. I really I really thought that I would like Gaslight or Gaslit. Mm. It was not good. Yeah. Like, it was not good. I didn't like the one with Demi Moore, Dirty Diana. I only... I, I unwanted the one that they had with Lamorne... What's his name? Uh, Morris? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and Billy Magnuson. I wanted it to be 25% better than it was. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, they're, they're not bad. They're just not the left-right game and carrier. Yeah, I think, well, the, like Edge of Sleep, again, like it kept you going. That's Well, I'm wanting to know what's happening with their TV show with that because yeah. they got greenlit and then the pandemic went stupid. Um, I, I, like, I need a season two because yep. redeem yourself. That ending was garbage. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so like that's the thing. Like if you're a fan of Q Code, listen to it. Yeah. I just, I didn't, it, I didn't get it. I honestly actually, thought it would yeah. be up your alley because of the alt history. Yeah, so did I. Usually, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, it was just... It's annoying yeah. when you can't pick why something's not... Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, All that's right. what I thought. Zane. I recommended The Oyster, which was a, uh, a post-apocalyptic uh, audio drama set in, in the not-so-distant future. I love that post-apocalyptic is now not-so-distant future. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's not... The, the, it, the Earth hasn't collapsed yet. It's in the process of collapsing. So <laughs> Still post-apocalyptic event. Uh, yeah, Mass it's basically genocide. a sci-fi uh, investigation into human nature and human experience and what that, what that means. Um, what I didn't mention last week that I should have is that the ads in this are intrusive and they are sometimes in the same voices that you hear in the, the podcast. Same, not just the same voices, the same characters yeah. from the same show, yeah. which would be fine and inventive, right? Because the Amelia Project does this and it's cute because they underscore it with different music so that you know that this, is an, this, is, this is an ad. Yeah. Whereas the Oyster goes straight from their two people hosting an ad into two people hosting their radio show in the podcast and I had no idea yeah. that there was a break between the two. 
That's very fair. I had the exact same experience. And I'm like, wait, are we in another ad? This Did seems I miss like some story? Yeah. Because then um, I get to the end of it and I'm like, oh, they're talking about the story again, not about better help. Okay, cool. It just made me mad. Yeah. Um, having said that, I like this show a lot more than I thought I was going to with how fucking depressing it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I found it inc- – and I think this says a lot about my ability to compartmentalise and go, this is fiction, ha, ha, ha. Um, I, I really – I immediately listened to – I think I'm in the three episodes back-to-back. Um, easy finish, easy subscribe for me. It's awesome. It's really nicely done. Um, it, the, the soundscaping on it is so well done that I was – walking down the halls at my work listening to it and someone banged on a door in the podcast and I freaked out because I was just walking past a door and I thought someone was slamming (laughs) on a door next to me when I had my headphones on. Like, it is really, really nicely done. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I also freaked out. So, (laughs) well, I'll get get to my little thing about ads in a second, but um, there's a lot... A lot of information on this show, like there, like to a point where I was like, "Oh my god, this is there's, there's so there's a good mix of law, but also there's sometimes where there's a lot of law. Do you know what I mean? Where someone's written an amazing lots of exposition, yeah, and you kind of go, they've got they've done this, they've done a really good job of building the world, right? But sometimes I'm I was listening to, so I got two episodes in before I got really fucking sick and tired of the ads. Um, <laughs> I was like, there is, it's it's quite a rich world and it's quite a rich picture that they've painted with the show, right? Mm. And I really did attach myself to it because I think the premise is fascinating. I actually think it's a really, really good premise. I actually think it's a premise that probably works well as a television program. But to the point I was listening to it, I was like, oh my God, there's so much shit. Like yeah. there is so much information being fed to me that I'm trying to keep up with the different programs, ministries, all this sort of stuff. And it felt more like this needed to be fleshed out even more in terms of its actual form whether it is so you say tv show i think novel i was gonna say if not that it would be better as a book i didn't feel that at all i thought it was honestly to the point i was like jesus christ if there's a wiki for this i would read that gosh i must have just been in like in the right mood for it because i just sunk into that world so easily but this is the thing right like it does a good job of balancing that with its like its little like news broadcasts Mm. right and the then news I was broadcast like, what the f- only shut me when the news broadcasters started talking about fucking better. I, yeah, I don't want to yeah. advertise them I'm, again. Yeah, like yeah. Some fucking mattress or some fucking. I'm not going to lie. Thing. That is a that to me is a very I don't know in my mind at least anyway. It's shady. This as is fuck. a very serious detriment to the show yeah. because I was yeah. like I got so confused that I was like oh is bet does bet does. That this psychology progr- program. This program exists in this world. Yes. And the thing is, it is a great idea. It is a great idea to use your characters to create your content, but you need to make it clear yeah. when it's an ad break. You need to have like a, a pause and then some underscoring music that tells everybody that it's an ad because otherwise you're not being clever. You're pissing everyone off because I didn't know when to tune back in again to the story. Next thing, I've missed an, I've missed an important broadcast yep. about what the what – the, president or prime minister yeah. or whatever is doing and I, and I can accept narrative shows that do go all right 
right. It's going to take you out of the immersive experience, but you know when to check back in. Yeah. yeah. This is a really, this is not great. I was like sitting there being like, rude. oh, fuck. Okay. Because I actually skipped through some of like half an episode, right? Because yeah. I was like, oh, when's the fucking ad finish? And then I was like, oh, wait, this is not the ad. This is the show. So <laughs> yeah. I had to go all the way back and start again. Oh, and also the first ad introduced in the show um, introduced these people before they had been introduced in the story. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, these are their ad guys. So the next time they came in and they were part of the story. There's an ad guy. I was like, oh, these are the ad guys. Oh, no, wait, they're not because they introduced their their in-world show as an ad before they introduced them in yeah. the yeah. world. And there is an uncomfortable number of ads in every episode. Oh, no, that's right. It, it, the thing is, it's like you don't know when it is. So, like, it's hard because I want to keep going, but I, I honestly don't want to reward them for any of this because it actually pissed me off. Look, I'm going to finish it, but I am going to write, I will write a review and I'm going to dock a star. <laughs> like, just one. Yeah. But, like, it... Uh, also, real quick, right? Really strong cast. Yeah. The cast is really strong. Yeah. Who, how the fuck do they net these? Like, I don't know who any of this is, like, any of these people are. Like, how do you net this cast? It's incredible. Oh, you're saying you don't know who any of the production team no. are? No. they get these amazing cast? Yeah. COVID, Maybe probably. They sent them a good script, Fair. question mark? Oh, yeah, a good script with ads in the middle of it. But, yeah, cool. Yeah, the script nice. very rarely has ads in it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> just making a joke. But, look, again, you I don't think it's a – it's not a bad show. I think there is a lot of really excellent world I'm building in characters I'm very into here, the show. But, um, but the ads, now that we're bitching about it, were <laughs> offensive. Yeah, honestly, probably the worst ad integration since that it Earthquake makes me one that I recommended. Actually not want to actively use the products that they're advertising because yeah. it f- makes it feels shady. shady. Yeah, it does feel shady. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Love your podcast. But I mean, I'm not sorry. Help. I think I think that that's that's it's a very valid criticism. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know me. I like. Uh, there's a lot of times I just say no. This is shit, and I hate it. But I still feel bad every time I do it. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't shit. This is what makes it, it doubly sad for me. Is that it is a good podcast that's being marred by yeah. poorly created, thought out, placed ad breaks. Yeah. All yeah, right. That's all I'm three, s- isn't it? Yeah, I'm still hosting, so I guess I've got to drive this <laughs> drive this buggy home. Um, so let's back announce what we uh, recommended at the start for our spooky episode. I recommended Bad Vibes, the ultimate horror anthology for the ears from Q Code. I recommended Knife Point Horror, which is a one-person show of supernatural suspense uh, that is written and produced by Soren Narnia. Amazing. And I recommended Strawberry Spring, a podcast based on the Stephen King short story, which is a story about a generation of students who don't trust authority, the local police, and a young determined reporter as he chases the bloody trail of Spring Hill Jack. Not to be confused with Strawberry Swing. Which is a song by Coldplay, because I Googled it. (laughs) That okay, is good. the most safe for work answer you could have come yes. up with. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, guys, if you would like us to listen to your podcast and perhaps recommend it on the podcast, you can go to that'snotcanon.com forward slash castology or castologypodcast at gmail.com or drop us a line on social media. If it's Facebook, let's face it, I'm going to be the one that's going to reply to you. So if you want to chat to me, feel free to message us on Facebook. Otherwise, give us a review, um, chuck us five stars, 
say what podcast you want us to listen to in the comments if you want. Like, absolutely. If you want to advertise your own podcast in the comments, I am all for that. Yeah, why not? Just yeah. do it. As you long as you, it. But if you if you rate us three stars and then do that, that's that's a dick move. What the hell? Like, well, I mean, I feel like people would start to think that you're rating your podcast three stars. Yeah, do you, do that, you so. don't want to, you don't want people to think that your podcast is only three stars, <laughs> so you better give us five stars and comment about your podcast. Other than that, everybody, keep listening to podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.